everybody. Welcome to the Phases Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. We're about a week now after the January Fed meeting and the money and bond markets, man, they're still buzzing. You know, without a doubt, Chairman Powell and company put on a hawkish show for investors. And I keep getting asked this question. Where do you think the Treasury 10-year yield is headed? It's a great question, you know, when you, when you look at where we've come so far and perhaps where we may be headed. But, you know, the lion's share of the focus so far post-Fed meeting has been on the number of potential rate hikes and where the Fed funds target range could be by year end. And that's only natural, right? You know, but the level of Fed funds traditionally is more has more of an impact on the front end of the yield curve, where maturities like the 10-year, they're less directly impacted by the cost of overnight money. Other things perhaps up for consideration. And this is where the Fed's balance sheet, specifically their holdings of treasuries, mortgage-backed securities, and federal agencies can come into play. And, you know, as I noted last week on, you know, the podcast and in my blog, it is this aspect of future Fed policy that bears watching and carries the potential to have a more explicit effect on the 10-year Treasury yield. You know, and at the FOMC press conference, Powell stated the policymakers will be talking about balance sheet runoff over the next few meetings. So if you look at the FOM schedule over the course, just say for the next three, six, nine months, you know, that could potentially put the June 15th meeting in play for an announcement and or maybe a starting point for balance sheet runoff. Let's call it quantitative tightening, QT, to actually begin. So if you're actually going to look at the Fed's holdings of treasuries in particular, let's put it in perspective. So total holdings, okay, of what they were focusing on, they more than doubled to about 8.4 trillion as a result of the COVID-related quantitative ease program. And treasuries made up nearly 75% of that overall increase. And within the treasury component, 42% of the Fed's buying occurred in maturities, which are five years or greater. So, you know, against this kind of a backdrop, it's reasonable to assume this sector of the treasury curve, which includes the tenure, could see a visible drawdown once the Fed begins this part of their exit strategy. You know, and think about this, the federal government is also gonna be losing a rather noteworthy buyer at the same time trillion dollar deficits need to be financed. So let's get back to the question at hand. And looking at things from a technical perspective, the tenure has already broken through the one analysis I like to look at, you know, is that Fib- Fibonacci, and it broke through 50% retracement level of 1.79. The next stop on this train, if in fact you believe in technicals, are 213 and then 256. And in my opinion, a reasonable case scenario seems to be pointing towards the Treasury 10-year yield heading into a potential maybe two and a quarter, two and a half percent trading range later this year, especially if inflation remains elevated and the economy continues to maintain a relatively healthy growth trajectory as well. And also keep this in mind. As I was recording this podcast, if I was looking at my screen of the major sovereign debt markets throughout the globe in the tenure area, none of them were negative anymore. They had all crossed into positive territory, maybe by just a basis points or two. But, you know, you kept hearing, oh, negative rates abroad. Well, as as I'm going, as I said, recording this, 
Didn't see any negative rates abroad in the major sovereign debt countries in the 10-year area. Just some food for thought. So interestingly, there's a camp of investors who think the rise in rates has already occurred. And, you know, I think the Fed's going to have something to more to say about that. And the march towards higher rates or higher yields definitely has begun, but maybe we're just still in the earlier endings. And I think the Fed is poised to be the catalyst for higher rates, not just this year, but for 2023 as well. So I'm going to sign off there. Hope everybody has a great rest of the week. Be well. Take care. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.